Hello, hello, I'm Peter Alsop, here with this week's episode of my Songs to Chew podcast. This week we're bringing you chapter one of one of my favorite albums, In the Hospital. I did this with my buddy Bill Harley. If you're not familiar with Bill's work, please check him out at www.billharley.com. He's an amazing storyteller, songwriter, philosopher, dad, and general all-around great human being. I pulled him into this project, which was actually the brainchild of two other great all-around human beings, Penny Peffley and Diane Gates, both of whom are pediatric nurses from Seattle Children's Hospital. They contacted me with a bunch of ideas about creating a musical story for the kids that come through their hospital with songs that would help these kids get through their hospital stay more easily. They even wrote a number of these songs with me. We released our In the Hospital album in 1989 with a guidebook to go along with it for parents, nurses, and others who care. And uh, we won Best Children's Album of the Year from Parents' Choice and the National Association of Independent Record Distributors. This is from the introduction in our book. Children enter a bewildering new world when they are admitted to a hospital to receive medical treatment, but children need more than medicine to get well. Being aware of the many emotional issues raised during hospitalization and opening the door to talking about them is up to us, the adults in their world. We have found that songs and stories are a natural way to open that door. Like any tool, you may find that different kids benefit from it in different ways. Some will enjoy listening to the music, while others will benefit from hearing specific songs or stories. Some people are nervous about putting ideas in a child's head by discussing sensitive issues. It's easy to believe that if they aren't talking about it, they aren't thinking about it. Well, our experience tells us that the ideas and feelings in these songs are in many children's minds, and it's a relief when someone gives them a chance to talk about them. On the other hand, if they're not concerned about a particular issue, they will simply enjoy the music. Our book has the complete script of Peter Alsop and Bill Harley in the hospital, and we've included a discussion of the various feelings and issues that these songs and stories will hopefully bring out into the open. This album has five chapters, so let's get started. Here's chapter one of In the Hospital. Nurse Penny, please call extension 3722. Visiting hours will end in 15 minutes. Boy, two whole days in this hospital. Seems like forever. Stuck in this room all by myself. Every morning I wake up and think about what I'm missing. Just about now, they're all getting up. My sister, my brother, my mom and my pop. Dad's in a hurry, and Tommy moves slow. They're all getting dressed, getting ready to go. But down in the kitchen, who sits in my chair? Who lets out the dog when I'm not there? Who rides my bike? Who wears my clothes? Who tells my sister to go blow her nose? Is an airplane an airplane if it doesn't have wings? Is a song really there if nobody sings? And if it doesn't have branches, can you call it a tree? Is it really my family if it doesn't have me? my class at school, I see it all. They're hanging their coats up out in the hall. Mrs. Tommaso assigns us our work 
And Dennis Gillespie still acts like a jerk. But who helps Miss Randall with the library books? And who gets all Mr. Sinclair's dirty looks? Who sticks the pencils down in the air vents? And who loans Rob Bartleson 25 cents? Is an airplane an airplane if it doesn't have wings? Is there really a song if nobody sings it? If it doesn't have branches, can you call it a tree? Is it really my school if it doesn't have me? so tired just sitting in bed watching these thoughts run around in my head sometimes I can't help but get a little bit scared thinking nobody notices that I'm not there so just don't forget me and the things that I do cause while I'm sitting here I sure don't forget you and when somebody visits I need to know I'll ask him again, please tell me it's so That an airplane's no airplane If it doesn't have wings, there isn't a song If nobody sings it, if it doesn't have branches Don't call it a tree, and the world's not the same If it doesn't have me An airplane's no airplane if it doesn't have wings There isn't a song, if nobody sings it if it doesn't have branches, don't call it a tree. And the world's not the same if it doesn't have me. Bill! Hey, Bill! What's that? Bill, what? over here, over here! Open the window! Peter? Peter! What are you doing up here? This oh, is the second floor. That's better. Here, I'll hold my guitar a minute while I sit on the ledge. Will... Visiting hours are over, so I climbed up this tree. You okay? Yeah, yeah, they took out my appendix and got real sore and cramped and it oh. split open. They did an emergency operation and took it out. Wow. Yeah, I have to stay here a while till I get over my infection. I was really scared. I thought you got poisoned or something at lunch. No, no. I'm really glad you're okay. You know, you're my best friend. That's why I came by, to cheer you up. I knew that they'd kill you. Those cafeteria fish sticks. I told you, don't eat them. They're like paper mache. But you never listen. And your guts glued together. Then the ambulance came and took you away. So I brought you some homework. Thanks a lot, Peter. I dropped the rest in a puddle. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. But I got some fake vomit. Oh, wow. That I bought at the store. Oh, look at this. Oh. Go ahead, you can use it to fool all the nurses. <laughs> oh, boy. Just wet it and leave it by your bed on the floor. <laughs> Barf, you need a friend like me. To help you out when things go wrong You 
said that your lips got stuck on that fountain while you were drinking some water by the principal's door. You got bigger and bigger (laughs) and you finally exploded and you splattered the hallways and the bulletin boards and then Mr. Wojak favorite custodian he had to scrape you and mop you off the walls and the floor so I came with a bag to pick up your organs gee thanks Peter oh think nothing of it hey what are friends for right we're buddies you need a friend like me to help you out when things go wrong you need a Sing you a happy song You need a friend like me Yeah, just like me I'm your best friend too, you know? Remember your little finger Yeah? It got plugged in the sharpener I remember The one that mashes our pencils The one that kills and destroys Remember Tommy McPherson Yeah, I thought he liked me He kept cranking the handle I guess I was wrong into your elbow he loves to play with war toys so you scream for the teacher but she was grading some papers and without even looking she said stop making noise (laughs) by the time I rushed over you were nothing but shavings Tommy was smiling well I guess boys will be boys. Yeah. You need a friend like me to help you out when things go wrong. You need a friend like me, just like me. You need a friend like me to sing you a happy song. You need a friend like me, yeah, just like me. Help me in. I can step on this tree limb. Peter, I don't know. I don't, we better not. On, Bill, I mean, if my nurse Penny sees you. Bill, we can do it. Here. I don't think. No, hold Peter. my guitar. Peter. Peter. Ah! Peter, oh no! Oh wow! Look at him. He's getting up. He's wandering around. Oh good. Oh, there's a nurse and a doctor. They're leading him inside. Hey, don't forget his guitar. It's over here in the bushes. Boy, it's a good thing his guitar didn't get hurt. I hope he's all right. Hi, Bill. Oh, hi, Nurse Diane. 
Hey, my friend Peter was just here. He fell out. I know. Here's your new roommate. Peter! Hey, how did you get up here so fast? Bill, this is just a story. Oh, yeah, right. Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, fine. I hit my head on the ground ground when I fell, 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 and now they want to watch me, me, to see if there's anything wrong with my head Uh, head. We're giving Peter a neurological examination in the morning. The doctor said he should stay here for tonight. Your folks are on their way, Peter. Okay. Now get in that other bed and stay put. Okay, bye. I'll see you later, Diane. I'll stay put, put. Hey, why, this is great. Are you okay? Sure. Hey, what's this, a hat hat? Oh, oh. Hey, take it off your head. It's my bedpan. What? <laughs> Ouch. Oh. Stop it. What's the matter? <laughs> it's when I laugh. Bedpans are where you go to the bathroom when you can't get out of bed. Oh, no. I peed in that one this morning. Oh, no. <laughs> now I'll have to wash my hair here. Ow, ow, <laughs> What is wrong, wrong? Oh, the stitches where they sewn me up after my operation. They pull when I laugh. How come you keep repeating yourself? I don't know. Maybe it's echoecholalia. What's that? Echoecholalia. You keep repeating yourself, self. Gee, maybe you better lie down. Okay, Kay. Make up one of your stories for me. I'll rest rest. Hi, Bill. You guys want some company? Sure. Hey, come on in. I was just going to make up a story for Peter. These are some of the other kids in the hospital. This is Peter. Hi, Hi Peter. What are you in for? Echoecholalia, I think, think. Hey, what happened to your face? Oh, this is scar tissue. I got burned in a fire pretty bad. Looks gross, huh? I don't know. I just never saw anyone like you, you. Me neither. But lots of us kids here look different. We got bandages or casts. Daryl talks funny. It's weird at first, but you get used to it. I only have one leg. Do you know anyone with one leg? Now I do do. Do do? That's real classy, Peter. <laughs> Brother, come on in and sit down, you guys. I just got an idea for a story. It's next to me. Yeah, it's it's time. Time. It's time. No, over here. We'll stop here for today. Being in a hospital, away from familiar places and significant people in their lives, is hard on kids. The younger a child is, the more painful the separation from parents, family, and home. School age kids also miss classmates, friends, sports, or other extracurricular activities in school. This issue may be of special concern if the separation is lengthy, as with a child admitted for rehabilitation. The feelings generated by this experience may be vague at first, but it can develop into a sense of loneliness, isolation, and depression. This sometimes results in such problem behaviors as refusal to eat, difficulty sleeping, and being uncooperative. Kids need to know that they are important to others and are missed, but not forgotten when they're not there. Bill's first song, If It Doesn't Have Me, addresses all this. And here are some suggestions for families dealing with a child's hospitalization. You could share some times in the past when you or your child felt left out or lonesome. Ask, what was that like for you? What made you feel better? Let the child know it's all right to feel sad and cry. You might discuss how important the child's role is in the family and with friends. For example, you might say, your little sister misses your teasing, or I missed your special hug when I got up this morning. And then when parents need to leave, It's best to be honest about it. Say goodbye and let the child and nurse know when you'll be back. If you will be gone long, phone calls are a nice way to keep in touch and let the child know that they're not forgotten. Sometimes teachers can have the whole class make cards, banners, or write letters and give the hospitalized child a wonderful boost. Having homework assignments brought to a recuperating child may help them feel more connected to school and give them an opportunity to feel industrious and productive. Or photos of family, friends, pets, and home Taped up where your child can see them will help, as will security objects like favorite blankets, pillowcases, stuffed animals, etc. Home videos or favorite shows are wonderful when a child is feeling lonely. 
Maybe some videos of family members talking to each other, reading stories, singing songs, or telling jokes, having a meal, or just talking directly to the child. My song, A Friend Like Me, addresses how important emotional support is for any of us when we're in stressed situations, and kids are no exception. The song is about the importance of friends and the joy of laughing and acting silly with them. We need to be able to laugh when our well-meaning family members and friends let their imaginations run wild, describing some of the awful things that might happen to us, while their intent is simply to give us some support. Research shows that laughter and humor are valuable assets in helping to heal our bodies and maintain wellness. The importance of a patient's affective state has only recently been recognized by traditional medicine as being a critical factor in people's ability to recover. There are important connections between our mental state and our immune system. Hearty laughing also promotes deeper breathing, which is very important in preventing lung complications after surgery or when bedridden for lengthy periods. As in the song, kids often misunderstand the cause of an illness. Younger children are likely to believe that illness and hospitalization are a punishment for being bad or think it was caused by some totally unrelated event. On the other hand, kids who are hurt or become sick as a direct result of their own actions may feel quite guilty and be acutely sensitive about the impact it's having on the rest of the family. Some suggestions for families might be to encourage your child's friends to write letters, call or Skype or visit if possible. Ask about the funny things that happen when they're with their friends. Talk about rumors of how they get started and how they grow, pointing out that people actually believe things that aren't true sometimes. Some people act very cheery and loud when they visit the hospital, and others may just feel intimidated by the hospital scene and may be very quiet, out of fear of saying the wrong thing. So your child may need some explanation in understanding these kinds of situations. You can also just ask why the child thinks they got sick. Then clarify the reason as needed, reassuring them that they are not being punished. And be sure kids have ample opportunity for humor in the hospital with plenty of humorous books, stories, and songs. We can tell jokes and riddles, doodle with them with gelatin or clay, play games, make faces, draw, watch cartoons. There's lots to do. While laughter is good for our spirits and bodies, it can be uncomfortable with a surgical incision. Hugging a small pillow or teddy bear over the incision, nurses call this splinting, can help overcome this discomfort. Okay, that's plenty for now. Please share this podcast with any families who might like to chew on these songs and find them beneficial, or at least entertaining. Or you can find the book and CD at my website at www.peteralsop.com. I'm Peter Alsop, and we'll be back next week with Chapter 2 of In the Hospital. Bye for now.